Hello and welcome back to the latest Tree Group podcast. My name is James Walters. I'm the commercial director and we are a business growth agency that helps automotive companies to grow by combining their sales, marketing and website. Um, now this time I'm joined with uh, Laura Haywood, who's part of our team, and we're going to be talking about passive buyers. So um, hello, Laura. Good afternoon, James. Good, good afternoon. So um, the term passive buyers might actually mean nothing to our listeners. So just what, what is a passive buyer? Well, from, from my perspective, a passive buyer is somebody that is an ideal fit um, for your um, products or your company. Now, when we working with our partners, what we do very early on is that we identify who are the ideal companies that we would like to work with. And within those companies, what sort of job roles um, or job titles people might have that would mean that they're pretty much our, our perfect buyer. So not only do we work with um, leads that come into us, we also have to think about passive buyers are a really good source of leads as well. So it might be somebody that doesn't know about the company, um, but they look they look pretty ideal to us. Um, would you would you agree with that, James? Yeah, definitely. And I suppose it's yeah, we, we definitely see passive buyers as one of the lead sources and the the, the best ones are, are always inbound leads through the website, either the people that are making an inquiry or ideally people that have um, given their details to view a certain piece of content. They've been nurtured and educated over time and ultimately they're, they're active in their buying journey. Um, but there are companies that, that our, our clients might really want to work with that aren't looking for our clients. And, and yeah, that, that's absolutely where, where passive buyers comes in and um, e even the best com even the companies that have the best marketing and the best inbound, inbound leads will still do cold outreach and this, this is ultimately what it is isn't it yeah I mean it's in, in ideal in an ideal world you wouldn't have to potentially you know look for lots of passive buyers because in an ideal world you would want all your leads to be inbound. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, that's not the world we live in. Um, so I think one one project I've been working on at the moment is we're looking for a very specific set of individuals that we've identified um, through, the, through the company that they work for or, or through their job role. And it's really my job to really provide good, um, notes about this company and individuals so that I can hand them over um, to sales. So my job is really, what, who am I looking for? How am I going to find them? What data do I need to, to enrich them with so that when I do hand them over, you know, all that information is there. So it's a lot of um, data gathering, but um, it's, it's a worthwhile um, exercise to do because, it, you know, your handover notes have to be, you know, pretty critical when you're explaining to the sales team, well, who are these people and why, why, why are we approaching them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a really good point, isn't it, that ultimately 
you need to have a good website with good marketing activity to generate inbound leads because if if you're not doing that and you're solely reliant on cold sales activity mm. it's very hard work um just from finding all the right details to be able to approach somebody but also you've got no clue as to if they've got any sort of demand or need um so yeah we we, we definitely try and keep the, the the passive buyers the sort of cold activity to an absolute premium so it's high quality stuff it's not necessarily a massive volume of leads we're looking for um and 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 trying to do it well whilst it's ultimately cold we would never advocate the traditional cold call so um yeah your your, your comment about adding notes and really enriching each passive buyer lead for the sales team is is critical because when we pick up the phone we don't want to be the same generic salesperson saying the same thing to everybody there's there's got to be a reason um so yeah I, either we've seen a trigger event in the press so a, a company's announced something new um or at least we you're you're giving the sales team enough research from a company's website to have something of context to um to, to talk about yeah i mean it can be it can be you know no two uh, reasons for contacting somebody will be the same. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really making sure that you're monitoring sources of information so that when you do see something that we can use as a, a kind of a, a trigger to, to start a discussion, um, then, you know, you're on top of that. But it, it could be anything, as you say. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And, uh, and I suppose the best place to start before coming up with a list of, of passive buyers, cold leads, is have a really strong good fit and bad fit criteria. I mean, that, we, we, we have that for all our clients. How, how do you think having that criteria um, that you can, uh, that's regularly updated and that you can check, you know, how, how much of a benefit is that for you then going off and finding a list of companies and contacts? Well, um, it's massively helpful because um, the internet is a is a big old thing, and you can consume many hours not finding out really useful information. Yeah. So you need to be super focused on what what's the goal? What am I trying to do? Who am I really going after? And more importantly, who am I not going after? Because yeah, great great point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there are there are you know so many potential buyers out there but you you really want to to go for the ones where you know it, it's super focused i keep saying focus but it, it really is essential so yeah you have a list of companies in your mind or, or sort of sectors or business areas and you were really thinking about you know who are we going after and why are we going after them why aren't we going after somebody else yeah yeah and i'd say that that's what separates a really slick sales team that's that's confident um, in what they do based on their experience and, and knowledge. That that sales team is one that only needs ten good leads to work because they know it's all about high quality. And the I suppose the traditional sales team is one that needs a thousand leads because they're going to burn through loads of them, yeah. um, and they're not thinking about what's what's good or or bad. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like 
the the good fit bad fit criteria and we sort of find ourselves tweaking it tweaking it quite a lot um so that's brilliant that's brilliant and so let's 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 give um our listeners a, a few tips i mean what what do you what would you say is the top sort of one or two tools that you're using to then go off and and find a person in a company or or, or their, maybe their contact details um well for, i use linkedin a lot um we do um use quite a lot of searches on linkedin so you can really drill down into the people who you, 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 you're going after um, so to me that's that is an obvious choice um, you can I think most importantly is the, the search facility on LinkedIn you can you can drill down into you know thousands of, of, of people very quickly um, either based by your connection with them or location or job title so many things you, you could search on so that's my first tip Yes. Um, also, as well, I use uh, a couple of um, email um, applications that help me find emails. Um, and with passive buyers, what's really important is that um, due to GDPR, you can't just guess somebody's email and contact them out of the blue. You have to have the email publicly um, sourceable and we use a couple of tools to do that, and that's really handy as well. Because in all of this, we we want to be, you know, ethical in our in our selling, and and it's really important that we're open and honest about how we've sourced the information for that person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's important, is it? Because this is potentially the first time that any of these leads are going to hear from the the company or or the salesperson. Um, and sales have a bad reputation especially cold callers so we've got to go about it in a different way and that's also a way to differentiate the company itself um so yeah it's really nice that that you start off ethically in the first place from just sourcing contact details and then that that, that ultimately goes through to the sales call because there's always a legitimate reason to to have added somebody to the crm and and to then contact them mm. um yeah very good so i think we probably covered quite a bit today and um, we're going to do this as a as a three-part um podcast so we wanted this time to cover kind of how, how do you, if you haven't got enough leads how do you source new ones um and passive buyers is, is one of those one of those sources um next time we're going to cover re-engaging with existing contacts because it's not all about putting new people in in the pot um and then part three will be about you know you, you've got all these leads how do you hand them over to the sales team so they can work them efficiently so uh thanks laura for uh, joining us today no um that's it for this podcast you can subscribe to our podcast on itunes and soundcloud uh, or you can check out our blog which is at thetreegroup.co.uk slash news. That's it for now and check back again soon. Bye-bye.